0: It's Dothan High School Wolves football on your home for great country legends. 96.9 The Legend. And now it's the
1: Jed Kennedy Coaches Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show. I am Philip Jordan, the in-studio host and producer of Dothan Wolves football, right here on 96.9. Legend. Each week, Jerry Coleman and Ken Lambert sit down with Dothan Wolves head coach Jed Kennedy to look back at the previous game and preview the upcoming opponent. Tonight, Coach Kennedy will take a look back at the Dothan Wolves 42-6 victory last week over Percy Julian, and he will preview the upcoming matchup when the Wolves return home to take on the Auburn High Tigers tomorrow night. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, Jerry Coleman and Ken Lambert will be joined but head coach Jed Kennedy right here on 96.9, the legend. I
0: want to welcome everybody to the Jed Kennedy Coaches show and coach, let's just jump right in it. Uh, big victory uh, other night against Percy Julian, formerly known as Robbie Lee up in Montgomery, a uh, little rain, but, uh, but didn't seem like it uh, bothered the, uh, the wolves. And he's starting off uh, with the first series on Friday night with a 42 to six victory. So, just kind of your first thoughts of the game against uh, Percy Jr. Well,
2: I think, number one, I think that that they are improved from last year. Um, they were a better football team this year than they were last year. They had a lot of sophomores that are, that are now juniors. I think their front seven on defense was really good. The linebacker will be one of the best players we go against all year. Um, got a great quarterback, you know, good skill. Um, you know, I thought we played okay. I don't know if we played great. We didn't play bad. We um, played uh, – you know, I think good enough to, to go out there and, and, and dominate the game. But, you know, probably not as good as I would have liked to see when, when the film comes. But, you know, we'll certainly find out this week, uh, tomorrow night, where we're at.
1: Coach, obviously, uh, Tamerian Peterson has a huge game. Uh, we had talked about how he gets the tough yards in between the tackles, and it was just going to be a matter of time before he broke some of those uh, – Shoestring tackles. He has 16 carries, 223 yards, three touchdowns, and uh, and even throws for a touchdown there. So, a huge game there. I think I think I forget, you know, I think of him as a tough runner, physical runner, which he is, but I forget his speed when he can bounce it outside. Yeah,
2: we're certainly um, – you're going to need to lean on him all year. He, you know, he was a 1,300-yard rusher last year. And, uh, you know, we've got some talented skill kids. And, you know, one of our things we went into this year was – you know, to have the ability to share the football. You know, I think if you look at last year, it was really the 75% Raymond Blackman show and 25% um, PD, and really didn't have a whole heck of a lot of. Uh, um, weapons, you know, outside of that. And this year, you know, if you look at Jalen Corbett and Jaden Barnes and, and AJ Alexander and, and Petey and Sam Broadway and Anthony Brooks, we've got some pieces back there. And I think when we get them all going, we can be pretty hard to defend, but certainly Tamarian is the, is, is the, the catalyst of that group. He's a returning starter. He, he runs hard. He's deceptively fast. You know, he's a college football type back and, uh, um, you know it was just nice to see him kind of you know let loose a little bit and, and have one of those games we know that he's got in him
1: yeah we we had to laugh a little, i'm sorry jerry i, was, I was just think we had to laugh a little bit in the booth he had the big 55 yard touchdown run you could tell he was out of gas when he got there and he he made the long walk around the end of the end zone finally got back to the sideline i think we had a penalty on the extra point you decided to go for two and and uh, he, had just, he had just stepped foot there next to you, and he had to run back in and, and get the two-point uh, conversion. <laughs>
2: yeah, they uh, yeah they jumped off sides on our extra point. We're trying to do some different things there and steal some points, which a lot of people are doing right now. And, um, you know, we're in that same boat and yell for him to go. And, uh, you know, like we said, get water when you're done, I guess. <laughs>
0: Coach, you know, Ken and I on the road a lot with the team and, you know, talking about when that big game would come up where you see Petey really show out and you know he's talented. Uh, what what was different this week in his running ability, whether it be line schemes or blocking, versus last week before against uh, Carroll High Eagles with, with Petey? Well,
2: well, I think one thing, you know, last week against Carroll High, um, I guess it'd be two weeks already, you know, we, we – we just wanted to try some different things maybe you know you probably saw some different schemes we didn't even do the year before just trying to you know you can try all you want in practice but until you get out on a on a, on a varsity game and and try some of those pieces um you know and and we went out and you know they decided to play man coverage on the outside and and they had some pigs talented you know that safeties and corners and you know, really gave us the ability to run the football on the inside. And I think that's what makes us a little different this year than last year. You know, the reality is last year we could run the football. Um, didn't have much of a passing attack. And, you know, this year we we can throw the football. And if if people are going to load up the box, we're going to throw the ball. And if people are going to, you know, get out and, and, and take people out of the box to cover people, we're going to run the football. So it's kind of more of a schematic thing of, you know, them trying to take away the passing game, which they did a good job of. You know, but when you take numbers out of the box, it, it, it's going to um, – you know certainly give us a number advantage in the box and you know really thought we had a lot of things going on the run game whether it was a counter game or um, to marry an off tackle Um, really really had a lot of things going.
1: Coach uh, and speaking of throwing the football really obviously that offensive line did a great job uh, run blocking there and uh, I think Sam did get some pressure from the outside a few times and took a few hits and I think that was you know, a, an opportunity for him looking downfield. I, I think the pressure on a few times, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe he rushed it. We missed some opportunities down the field. We're talking about throwing the football down the field and, and spreading that out. But uh, I think uh, certainly we saw his toughness in taking those hits and in, in running the football, too. He's a tough runner when you decide to keep it.
2: Well, he's a great athlete. You know, and if you look at our pass game, Um, you've probably seen it the first two weeks. We want to be able to complete short passes and get it to our athletes and we want to take shots. And, um, you know, we had three or four shots, so to say, um, that were open on, on Friday night. Um, with that being said, we've got to protect better up front. Um, you know, I thought, you know, each week I make a list of things, you know, we did good things in the middle and things bad. And I didn't think our pass pro was very good on Friday night. And and again, um, we've got to get better at it. I'm going to attribute part of that is I think they had a pretty good front seven, um, you know, I think defensively they were pretty, pretty stout. They're going to win some games in our region um, that way. But, you know, certainly something, you know, we got to get better at. If, if, if you want to take shots down the field, you got to be able to protect for a little bit. And uh, um, we'll find out tomorrow night if we, if we got better during the week at that or not.
0: And, Coach, talking about that, you know, defense and the defensive back, kind of swapping over a little bit, there were a lot of drop passes that uh, McGrew threw the ball that kind of would have changed the game. Uh, and you know, Ken, and I was just kind of talking at halftime to where, you know, you go up twenty-one nothing, thinking, okay, when when are we going to see and when we're going to see, um, you know, some other players play in it. It was later, I think, Friday night than it was the week before against Carolyn. And, and you know, you know, with a lead like that in a team like that, they could really make some adjustments in the second half. And before you know it, it it's closer than than what you think.
2: Well, if you think about it, that play, was that game was one play away from being 28 nothing instead of up being 21-6 we fumbled on like the 12 yard line um they run it down score two plays later so you know it comes back to you got to take care of the football but you know we're getting better each week you know we talk about that I don't want to sound like a broken record it's you know this is a build we're not we're not building this for week 2 or week 3 we're building this for week 10 or week 11 um, and making sure we're playing our best football at that point and and we're getting better at things that's that's the thing that we talk about i love how our defense is flying around um they're getting lined up they're playing hard you know i think you know i think they've given up you know that first group in two games one defensive touchdown or i should say one offensive touchdown so you know there's a lot of good things out there with that being said like i tell our kids you know we we can't get in a mode where we're patting ourselves on the back cuz we're sitting at 2 and 0 um I think everybody knows what we've got coming down the road here the next four or five weeks. It's tough. It's really tough. Um, you know, we'll go Auburn followed up by Prattville, um, followed by Smith station, followed by Baker, who's two and zero, followed by central followed by enterprise. So it's there, there is, there is no let up in the next, you know, five or six games. And uh, you know, we just got to continue to get better and, and continue to be good at what we're good at and uh, continue to, to improve the things that, you know, we're maybe not right where, where we need to be right now. But uh, we had another good week of practice. That's the key to it. You know, football games and me are one Monday through Thursday. And Friday, we just get a chance to showcase that. And we had a good week. And uh, just excited to see how we go out and compete really against one of the blue bloods in our state. You know, they're, uh, you know I know we'll talk about them after the break. But, uh, you know, we certainly got our work cut out for us tomorrow. And I'm sure they're going to be salty after last week. But, uh, um, you know, I just, uh, to me, just when you look at the transgression of a program, games like tomorrow night is where you figure out where you're at. You know, I think last year, you know, we were fortunate to go eight and four, but I think we also realized that the gap between us and Auburn is still pretty big. And, uh, you know, what what have we done in the last, you know, 365 days to help close that gap? And, and we get a chance um, to see that tomorrow.
1: Coach, you had a question on uh, on the offensive side, pretty fast pace. I don't have the, the total number. I can add up what I had jotted down, probably 60-plus plays on the offensive side. The the question was around what was the hiccup there with the chain gang and, and kind of not getting the chains moved. It seemed like you wanted to go faster, but they you had a couple opportunities there. You had to wait on them to catch up after a first down. Yeah, I,
2: you know, I don't really know because you know it was. A, I thought the game was very well officiated. Um, you know I thought you know the 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 chain chain crew did a, a great job, and then when we tried to start going hurry up, there was it really happened three times in a row where we got first downs and the down marker moved and the chains didn't. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm glad we were up three or four scores at that time. So it didn't quite uh, maybe boil me as much as it would have, would have prior, but you know, it's, you know, and our thing is we don't want to be fast plays pace, but we want to have different temples. There's times we're going to want to slow it down and huddle, but we also think that there's times that, you know, you want to get on the ball and you want to run a play real fast. And we, and we had five or six of those situations built in on Friday night. we, you know, sometimes we got thrown off, but like you said, a couple of times we kind of had to wait for the chain crew to to get set up. But, you know, those things are outside of our control. We can't control that. Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully that won't be yeah. an issue this week if we try to do those same things.
1: Yeah, we said the same thing in the booth. You were at least letting them know your concern, but up 21 to nothing. Uh, at that point, it, it, it was not a great concern as it would have right. been at a closer game, yeah.
0: <laughs> Coach, going back to the defense, it looked like uh, – Mikel Lowe and uh, Gabe Smith definitely kept it contained inside the tackle mark. And then we know that Mikhail went out uh, sometime in the game, but how, how's he looked so far? I think he, he looks good. Injured, you know, just,
2: banged up. Yeah, just a little sprain in his knee and uh, he'll be good to go. Um, you know, that's just the one position that, you know, we want to continue to build depth. I think we've got depth at secondary. We've got depth at linebacker. Um, you know, we're, we're talented up front, but it's, it's just really young, Um Ezekiel Scott's a junior. He's a great player. Um, our nose tackle, uh, Zay is a, a sophomore. Mm. Michael is really the, the anchor of that right now, being a senior. So, you know, we're, we're going to start rolling two sophomores in there as backups. We're going to start looking at Jamal Rawl, the big 250-pound blocking back over there a little bit. Because you, you got to have some size and you, you've got to add some depth over there. And I, I just think that's one position that we have to make sure that, you know, Jaden Lee didn't play last week. We sat him. Um, kind of getting over a little bit of a sickness. So, you know, just we, we were pretty paper thin up front. But, uh, you know, they're playing strong. They're playing hard. And, you know, just got to – with their youth, they just got to continue to transpire and get – I should say continue to build and um, just get better each week.
1: Coach, I had jotted something down about just secondary play. I thought, you know, played well um, in terms of coverage. It seemed like you were playing off a little bit and not giving them, but making – forcing everything underneath. And I didn't know if that was just respect for uh, some speed of their receivers or if you're just kind of forcing them to be consistent in, in completing those passes, of which they were not, drop passes and a few other things. That did just seemed like you were kind of forcing everything underneath when they had some opportunities on those crossing routes and in, in uh, coming across the field in the middle there.
2: Yeah, they did. You know, I think that, you know, in defensive football, you have to have the ability to do both. You have to be able to get up and press people. You gotta be able to sit off. And we just thought this week that if we got up on them, let's sit off. Let's make them drive the football on us. They weren't as efficient as, as you know, for example, you take this week, Auburn, if we sit off twelve yards, they're gonna throw three, four yard hitch routes every play. Um, yeah. you know, and just walk the ball down the field. So you gotta have the ability to do different things. But uh, you know, we just thought game plan wise, if we got up on them to back off, don't don't give them the easy score, the big play, and and, and make them work for it and Thought if we did that, they'd eventually um, maybe shoot themselves in the feet with, you know, penalties, drop passes, get behind the chains, and that's exactly how it played out.
0: We're going to take a quick break, and after we come back from this short time break, we'll talk about tomorrow night's game where the Auburn Tigers come into Ripview Stadium for another 7A Region Two matchup. You're listening to the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show here on 96.9 The Legend. Welcome back to the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show here on ninety six nine. The legend and coach are getting ready. To kind of, kind of. We've had uh, probably two appetizers the first two weeks, but definitely getting ready for the entree. Come tomorrow night when the Tigers come into Ripview Stadium to face the Wolves at a you know both. Well, of course, the Wolves two and zero. Kind of a headbanger last week with Auburn Enterprise. Of course, that we knew that going in could be a touch and go, and then lost on a field goal. So kind of what your expectations looking like as Coach uh, Etheridge brings in um, his team tomorrow night?
2: Well, I think that, you know, obviously I've got great respect for Coach Etheridge. He's a great person. Um, You know, um, I I think just a a quality human being and obviously a great coach. I I just think that Auburn presents unique challenges. They, uh, you know, they've got 150 players, 10 through 12. They've got a lot of numbers. Um, They've got a lot of depth. You know, so so you look year to year when they graduate 15 starters, it's like, oh, this is a the year they're going to fall off. They're just not. I mean, they've got kids that were juniors that would have started on 95% of the other teams in the state, but they're just waiting for their turn there. Uh, you know, they're just really good. You know, they've played for a state championship, I think, two times the last four years and, uh, you know, been in the semis every one of those years and, uh, you know, had a, had, had a real unique loss last week to Enterprise. Enterprise had four first downs. I read something in the paper that on their on their 17 points those drives accumulated 20 some yards of offense you know so really you know Auburn you know Auburn had four turnovers and um, you know it's kind of you know we were fortunate to beat Auburn when I was at Enterprise I think it was 4 years ago a the year they were state runners up and it was the same thing you know they they turned the ball over we we had a kick return for a touchdown made some things happen and next thing you know we win the game and uh, you know I can tell you that uh I'm sure that Auburn's going to come in salty. They're going to come in angry. They're going to try to get that ship righted. And, uh, you know, we better be ready to play. Um, I've told our kids that all along that, you know, <laughs> there's nothing, nothing worse than a, than a, than an angry dog. And, uh, you know, I'm sure they're going to be angry, but, you know, we got a good football team. And like I talked about in the earlier segment, it gives us an opportunity to really gauge where we're at right now. How You know, are we closing this gap with the top teams in the state, uh, the top teams in our region? And, you know, we're certainly up for the challenge and, uh, we've had a great week of practice. And, you know, like I said, they've got, they've got some really good players and uh, they got a great coaching staff and, you know, I'm glad it's at home this year. You know, we played them twice last year. If you look when we were at Enterprise, we've played them six times in the last three years. So we kind of know each other and those types of things. And, uh, but looking forward to a great environment, great atmosphere and uh, hopefully a great football game.
1: Coach, you mentioned some of the uh, stats from that game. I mean, obviously a close game. It seemed to be a, a defensive game, obviously, uh, big plays on defense and, and setting up enterprise uh, for those scores. And uh, but it still seems like, obviously, you got a young quarterback coming in for Auburn, and he's going to continue to to get wiser and better. But he had uh, he had three interceptions, and obviously that was big in the game. So I'm sure pressure is going to be part of uh, part of your plan this week. Uh, so tell us a little bit about on the defensive side and pressuring the the pass.
2: Well, 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 I think where, where Auburn is really unique defensively is, you know, they, they will run as many shifts, as many motions, as many formations as anybody we play all year. Um, so they, they really do a lot of those things for you to get your eyes in a bad spot and uh, you know, to get your, you know, maybe your, your eyes off your keys or get you misaligned. And the next thing you know, they they hit one. I think, you know where we have not done a good job against them in the past is, you know, I think we've just given up too many long passes. You know, with those things we talked about, they shift. We get our eyes in the wrong spot. Next thing you know, they've got a, you know, a a free a free player running down the field for long touchdowns. We've got to prevent the big play. You know, they're they're good on off offense. They've got a they've got a great staff on that side of the ball up there, and, um, you know, you you just you, you, they're they're a hard team to beat to start with, but when you give people, you know, free long touchdowns like that. You know, it's just the odds get stacked against you so fast. So, you know, if, if they're going to score, we got to make them work for it. We've got to make them snap the ball. We can't give them, you know, two runs and a in a, in a sixty yard pass. Um, you know, we just got to, you know, keep, you know, hopefully get them behind the chains and, and and see if we can make some things happen. Maybe get them to make a few mistakes. And you know, our thing is we got to shorten the game. And you know, I tell our kids when you play a team like this, you know, let's just go out there and, and make sure when the first quarter is over that you're still in the game. And, uh, you know, because it's one of those teams that if you get down two, three scores on, man, they're hard to come back on. You know, so it's just we kind of take the game and divide it into four segments and say let's find a way to win the, f- the first quarter. Um, you know, and if, if we don't win it, let's make sure we're still in it. Then we're going to do the same thing in the second quarter. And I think as the game goes on, you build your chances to pull the, to, 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 to pull a win against a really good team by just, you know, taking that type of mentality.
1: Okay.
0: Coach, kind of follow up on that, Ken asked about uh, kind of a young quarterback, and that's uh, um, Jackson Kilgore. Played a little bit against the Wolves last year. uh, He's a junior this year. He's a left-hander, and I know in college it doesn't mean much, but from a high school level, is there anything different between facing uh, a right-handed quarterback pretty much most of the year and then all of a sudden you come up against a left-handed quarterback like you'll see tomorrow night?
2: I don't think so, you know, really. I think that uh, you know, he he he's obviously, you know, in the infancy stages of his career as a varsity starter. So, you know, we uh you know just gotta find some different ways to maybe I thought that's what Enterprise did a good job of is throwing some different things at him, you know, and, and made him to made him throw some, you know, maybe uncharacteristic throws. You know, if you sit back there and just drop and let him play seven on seven football, the kid'll pick you apart. So you gotta have some different things that we can go to. Um, to do that. But I think righty lefty, I don't, I don't really see a big difference in that.
1: Coach, you talked about the the yardage that Enterprise had on their scoring plays because of turnovers, but yet still their running back is a pretty good uh, college prospect, uh, had a pretty good night. If I read it right, he had over, well over 100 yards, I want to say 140 plus yards running the ball. So it seems like that there were some opportunities uh, and some holes created for him by that Enterprise offensive line.
2: Yeah, he did. You know, Keon Dunlop is that kid. He's committed to Indiana. Um, he, a uh, great football player. He had two long runs. Um, one of them was 60 or 70 yards, you know, that way. But, you know, I think that's what what, what makes Auburn so – people have asked me what makes him so, so good. And I think the to, to me it's that they're so good defensively that, you know, it, it, it's – you know, points are hard to come by, you know. So when, when points are so hard to come by, and I think if you look, you know, Friday night – you know, an enterprise, you know, got them 17 to 16. You know, it's, 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 it's points are hard to get against them and you got to find a way to play great defense and, and keep the, their offense out of the end zone. Um, you know, they obviously lost some really good players from last year, that defense last year, man, that was, that, that was as good as I saw that I've seen since I've been down here in four years. But, you know, they just reload up there. They're big on the defensive line. They've got big linebackers. They got kids that can cover. So they just, they just, and I think, I mean, outside of that, they're just—they're very well coached. They play great, sound technique football. And um, when you have good players that play a sound technique base scheme, they're just really, really good. They don't—they don't beat themselves. You know, if you look at—you know—if I look at us at Enterprise, you know, our, our three years there and last year here, you know, it's—it's it, it's very hard to drive the football on them. You know, it, it's—you know—you don't see a lot of 13, 14 play drives where you go in. Um, you know, when they give up scores, it's usually a big play. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so we got to find a way to create some big plays. And, uh, you know, at some point, you got to find a way to have some sustained drives, keep their offense off the field and, and chew the clock a little bit. And, look, again, shorten the game and, you know, get, it to get that thing in the second half where we got a shot to win it.
0: And, coach, talking about that kind of high spread, fast offense you've got in Nation, I think is probably one of the top receivers in the state. And you got right behind him, you got Cody Palmer. So you got, you know, you, you go, our secondary is going to definitely go up against two of the probably top receivers so far this year. But so far, you know, in the state, and I know Nation's probably gotten some offers already. But in, in Ken and I went back and looked His Nation seems like a kid that's been playing since the eighth grade. Uh, he's been there a long time in Auburn and kind of knows their system. But it seemed like there was a way uh, Enterprise found a way to keep him out of the ballgame.
2: So, yeah, he you know well enterprise is really good defensively. I mean, really good. Yeah, you know, a lot of yeah. those kids started for us when we were, um, you know, when we were over there. That when they were sophomores, now they're seniors. They start seven or eight seniors on defense. You know, so you know, I think number one, you got to tip your hat to enterprise. They're, you know, pretty dang stout defensively, and you know the nation kids one of the best players in seven a football. Um, he's 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 fast. He runs great routes. He catches the football. So we're gonna have to do some things. He's one of those kids. If you let him go loose, I mean we're gonna have a hard time tackling him in open space. So certainly have our work cut out for him. And, you know, that, I, I love their sophomore running back. He's really, really good player. He runs hard. So certainly, you know, people always ask me, what's the toughest team to defend? A team that can run it or a team that can throw it. And I always, my answer always back is one that can do both. So, um, and Auburn can do both.
1: Coach, I believe I read that uh, that game, the Auburn Enterprise game, uh, 8,000 people in attendance And I'm sure that Auburn will bring a lot of those fans uh, to Rip Hughes tomorrow night. And so I I guess hopefully we don't have to emphasize to the community and certainly to the students and fans that this is going to be one of the premier games uh, uh, on the, on the schedule this week for high school football. And uh, so uh, certainly I I know that the home atmosphere, like you said, we played up there twice last year and now we get a chance to, uh, to really play well in front of a home crowd.
2: Yeah. You know, our, As we know, every big game we've had in the last, you know, this year, I mean, our home opener was, you know, place was packed and, you know, certainly want to continue to do that. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, we have great kids that work really hard. It's a it's a fun brand of football to watch. And, uh, you know, just, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, we want to continue to have it when people come to Rip Hughes. It's a tough place to play. We've had that thus far and certainly want to continue to to make sure that we do those things on our end.
0: Coach, uh, don't want to leave out special teams and what a great game last week. And really all year that Wesley Farmers had, definitely kicking off. And then, of course, you got got uh, Towns Magoo comes in, you know, big kicker for Auburn. I mean, it seems like the last couple of years, anytime they get across midfield, he's a threat. So, with carefully defense. But uh, any any word that you've uh, seen or know anything about Magoo? It seems like he's been there forever, too. And I think well, he's picked as an All-American.
2: Well, I think he's one of the top two or three kickers in the country. I mean, he he literally, if they get on their side of the 50, they will kick a field goal, and they has got a great chance of making it. I mean, the kid's got a powerful leg, and, um, you know, I think the good thing is if they're kicking field goals, it means we're getting stops, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, I mean, it's almost like a, a whole other offense for them. Great thing. We got a great kicker also in Wesley Farmer. Mm-hmm. I've been very pleased with how our special teams have been the first couple of weeks, um, but with that being said, you know, a team like Auburn, you know, they're great on offense, great on defense, and will be as good on special teams as any team we play all year also just schematically. So certainly got our work cut out for us on a wide variety of um, different facets tomorrow night.
0: Well, that's going to wrap this up is- the Jet Kennedy Coaching Show here on 96.9 The Legends. Make sure you get to the stadium early tomorrow night because it's going to be a packed house and get there early. I know Ken and I the other night when we was watching against – uh Uh, uh, Carol, uh, we looked to the left, but, uh, stands a little bit empty or or slack, but all of a sudden we saw a bunch of car life trying to get folks parked. So parking is a limited. So you want to get to the stadium early. You've been listening to the Jed Kennedy coaches show here on 96, nine, the legend.